The tremendous football Thursday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you on the BetQL Network. Simulcast by our friends at Stadium for the next 60 minutes. And over the course of these next 60 minutes, we'll continue to break down NFL awards, defensive player of the year, a little defensive rookie of the year, a little coach a year in our lives, a little bit of comeback on our sides. A little dumber Hamlin's what I need. That's actually not true. Uh, Russell Wilson no. is what I need for comeback player of the Bill year. Bill Secondary might uh, so need we'll it. Hit... Got a lot of injuries. <laughs> well, I guess they, they might at this point, right? And also, you know, probably did some help uh, rushing the passer also because if people have seen this Von Miller story, like absolutely like the terrible allegations. I don't know like if it's true or not. I mean, we'll wait, wait for things to play out, but that is like obviously not good for Von and obviously bad for the Buffalo Bills and for all the people involved. So not trying to make light of the situation, just that like that's something that's going to affect Buffalo coming down the stretch here potentially. We are a sports betting show. So we'll hit all the postseason award markets in the National Football League. Uh, Feliz Naritav on the way also. Narrative bets for conference championship weekend in college football. All our hockey bets for tonight. All our NBA bets for tonight. College basketball bets. Inside total and props. Thursday night football. Week 13 in the NFL kicks off in Dallas with the Cowboys and the Seahawks. But for now, we continue on with P-squared, B-squared, talking NFL award markets here as we come down the stretch of the regular season. Kenny, please fade the music up. And Ken, let's go to Defensive Player of the Year, where the favorite is a guy that we think he's going to play this weekend, but also dealing with some kind of like horrible shoulder injury also. My sense is, is that maybe Miles Garrett plays on Sunday, but I, I don't see how he could be 100% healthy. Heard a pop in his shoulder this past weekend. He's still the favorite. If you, if you bet him, pop goes your bet. Or not. Miles plus 150. <laughs> pop goes your bankroll. <laughs> Make the right selection, but be quick. You're racing the clock. Pop goes your bet. Miles, plus 150. Micah Parsons, plus 175. Off the injury report, will play tonight for the Cowboys against the Seahawks. TJ Watt, plus 250 for the Steelers. They draw Kyler Murray and the Cardinals on Sunday in Pittsburgh. Micah Parsons' teammate, Deron Bland. You know, the guy who has a pick six basically every game. Deron Bland is 14-1. to And then we have a trio of outstanding defensive players, none of which can probably win the award, but they're all really, really, really good. Nick Bosa, the reigning defending defensive player of the year. Max Crosby, a.k.a. Wolverine, who was in the hospital basically for a week straight and also had multiple injuries and still played on Sunday against the Chiefs. And Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs. Ken, all at 40-1. to 1. Let's talk some defensive player of the year now with Miles Garrett, the favorite. Yeah, just when you thought we were getting some clarity, uh, honestly, in this award, all of that is gone and we're back to just a mess again like just a mess of an award market honestly uh we there's no question miles garrett was ahead at the halfway point there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that that was the case uh, i think that he was far ahead even if his stats and parsons and watts were all pretty similar uh i really think the perception was he was the best player and having the best season um and then now two things have happened he has sustained an injury, which is the most important thing. And the second thing is he sustained an injury and was relatively ineffective while TJ Watt and Micah Parsons were both incredibly effective and accumulated sacks and their teams won. So just like though it was the worst possible week for Miles Garrett, like from a, a defensive player of the year standpoint, like he got hurt and the two players that he's competing with both played awesome and won. And now you're, we're back to just a huge mess again. Statistically, the three players have almost identical resumes. All three are going to meet the wins threshold required to win the award. So like all the, all the ways that one could have differentiated himself, 
have kind of evaporated. And so you're back to like three short priced guys and you don't know which one to bet. Honestly, I think that's a kind of what the market is right now. So there are a couple angles here that I just want to mention because I think they're interesting. Like, I mean, I guess the first, and I want to do bland, but I want to do it like after we do all this stuff. Cause I think it's like kind of, a, it's like separate from this discussion. Okay. I think the winner comes from this trio, like a very high percentage of the time. Um, I think we're back to, if you don't have a position, you don't want to bet this, like bet a singular player versus the other two, because even if you think to yourself, oh, well, like Miles Garrett's like hurt, like I want to take a shot against him and bet on one of the other two players. You can't really bet both. It's like a tough price to stomach and Garrett might be okay or play well enough. And he was definitely ahead. Like if he holds serve and they all keep accumulating sacks, he wins. Now you just have a lot of questions about whether that's the case, like whether he can really do that with his injury. And also like, okay, if you want to bet one of the, the other two, TJ Water, Micah Parsons, wh which one? Like really? I, there might be a perception that like, oh, well, TJ Watts won one already and Parsons hasn't. But there's like a, I, I think it's going to end up being like a statistical thing. I don't think it's going to end up being like, they're both the team success of both teams is I think going to be fine. Pittsburgh schedule is very easy. The second half of the season and the Cowboys are going to win a lot of games. I don't think that will be the tiebreaker. I actually think it'll literally be like who plays the best. And if you're trying to get into that business with two really supreme edge rushers, like that's a tough that's a tough thing to do. Parsons has more pressures, but like if Watt wins by three sacks, they're going to give it to Parsons. That's what's going to happen. So like, it's just, I don't, I don't think you can make a case for either guy to take a shot against Garrett. Okay. Now you're kind of back where we were weeks one to nine or whatever, which is just, it's one of the three. There's not really a case for any of them at the price right now. And you're kind of, you're, you're left without a, uh, a bet to make the one other angle with this that I wanted to bring up. And I, I think it's really interesting. And I had this thought earlier today. I go, well, let, I mean, let's be honest, like nothing occurs in a vacuum, right? Uh, while defensive player of the year is going on, there are other award conversations that are heating up in other players. And some of them might play on the same teams as some of the contending players in the market. So it's kind of, it's kind of worth asking the question, if Dak Prescott wins most valuable player, can Micah Parsons or Deron Bland ever win defensive player of the year? Can the MVP and the defensive player of the year come from the same team? And this leads, I think, to a great trivia question, which Nick might know the answer to because he's a genius with this stuff. So there are two defensive players who have won MVP. That's not what I'm going to ask. Like Lawrence Taylor won MVP and then some lineman in the page. 70s. Yeah, there you go. So like, again, Nick knows all this stuff. There is only one uh, situation Lawrence I Taylor I for think. the 1986 Super Bowl right. champion New York football giants, obviously. Right. So those are the two defensive. So obviously the defensive player of the year and the MVP were on the same team. It was the same player. So of course they could be on the same team. Those two seasons, I believe there was only one year in the history of the National Football League, at least the modern history of the National Football League, let's say going back 40, 50 years, where the MVP and the defensive player of the year were different players and they played on the same team. Do you know who it was? Um, how much time do I get to answer the question? And I will not like look it up or like Google anything. I mean, like, do you want, do you want me to talk about Deron Bland for a little bit while you think about it? How about this? Can, can Give me like a 20 year swath. Uh, 1990 like, like, to 2010. Okay, great. Now, talk about Deron Bland, and I will come up with the answer. Okay, great. Um, and the the reason why I have Nick thinking of that is it raises the question, like, as voters, if voters are constantly going to vote Is it Randall and for... Reggie White? No. How many guesses do you get? Okay. Uh, one more. Okay, you got... Uh, how about... We'll give you three total guesses. That was number one. You get two and three, and I'm going to talk about Deron Bland for a little bit. I, I, uh, thought for, I thought for sure I nailed that with Randall Cunningham and Reggie. And we can look it up, because, like, I'm, I'm just going to tell yeah. you, like, I, I know what my answer is, and I know I'm right about my one, but, like, 
you could think of another one. I just like, okay. this was, I looked this up before the show. So like people can look that up. That might be like a correct answer, in which case there are two answers. But I, I guess my, my point with this is just like, are they really going to give the Cowboys both in like this day and age, especially if they don't win the division, are they going to give them both? Like, really? Um, seems really unlikely. And if it looks more and more likely that Dak's going to win MVP, I think you have to keep that in mind in terms of betting defensive player of the other. Like someone else is going to get it because Parsons isn't going to get it and Bland's not going to get it. If you feel, if we start to get more, like let's say Dallas beats Philadelphia, then like maybe, maybe we need to kind of rethink how we're going to bet on this stuff. Uh, in terms of Deron Bland, he's a fascinating kid. It's, I, this is the first time kind of a thing. I've never like handicapped an award market that had a player like this that did this uh for people who don't know like already has the nfl record for defensive uh, interceptions return for touchdown pick sixes he has the record for a season we have six games left um pretty crazy uh my handicap of his likelihood to win the award is what would you consider uh and uh, a story first uh a domestic sports book put up a prop on thing that they probably wish they didn't on thanksgiving uh will deron bland have a pick six and no wasn't an option it was only yes and I'm sure the thought was like, cool, we get to shave 20 more bucks out of a bunch of people's pockets. And it was like 40 to one or 50 to one that he would have a pick six in the game. And then for people who didn't watch the game, Deron Bland, basically like in the closing minutes of the game against the commanders, gets the pick six. The, the Jim Nance call of the play is exceptional. Like this could be history if he were to, and he almost doesn't return it. For, imagine holding that ticket and he returns it for the touchdown. He breaks all the tackles. You win your bet. My guess is if there's a prop this week for it, it'll be priced a little less, but not that much less because it's a pick six. You know how hard it is to get a pick six in a game and like bet on it to happen? My, the likelihood of him winning is that I think he has to get like at least one or probably multiple more pick sixes to make this like an actual. I think if the vote was held today, he'd get zero votes. He'd get zero. And you can disagree with me. Like I'm betting that way that I think he'd get zero, but he's alive because like he's alive. It's like a Frankenstein thing. But if he, it's like, how many does he need to get it? Like if he gets like for example, let's do an outlandish. If he gets twelve pick sixes, yeah, I think he could win. <laughs> like, I definitely think he could win if he does that. Of course I do. But like, what if he gets like one more? And by, bear in mind, they're playing six more games. He only makes one impactful play in six games, while some other edge rushers doing crazy stuff. I don't think he wins. He plays on the same team with Micah Parsons. That also kind of sucks. He plays on the same team with Micah Parsons and Dak Prescott, who might win MVP. That also kind of sucks. So can he win? Yes. I'm sure people are there like, no, definitely not. Yeah, of course. He, he's on. If he has 12 pick six, he's going to win the award. If he if he does something outlandish, he can win. What is the probability that he's going to do that? It's a big price. It's bigger than his price to win defensive player. Honestly, bet the will he get a pick six prop every week. If, you think it, if it's going to be like 40 to one or something, he has to do more than this to win. Has to. So like, that's how I feel about Deron Bland. Would I ever bet him right now? Not on your life. Do I think he can win? Yes, I think the chance of it is very slim. What would uh the band POD say oh, about no. Deron Bland's Deron Bland's status here in this award? Like if he's still in it, in it or not? I I I feel like I'm gonna know this song too, and I I had like I definitely listened because to some POD he, song and like he feels so alive uh, yeah. for the very first <laughs> the time, time. <laughs> for turning this touchdown. It's a pick six. All right. Um. So I have my guesses here for MVP okay. slash Defensive Player of the Year. The the okay. decades helped. All right. So I have four choices here, and I'm I'm gonna go in order. Let me hit all four. The one that well, I think go with I'm most definitely. Confident. Instead of chronological, right. go with like your most confident so, next guess. Most confident is 94 Steve Young, Deion Sanders for the 49ers. That's, that's most the confidence. correct answer. That's the correct answer. All right. Well, should I give you the other choices well, then or no? Yeah, sure. What else were you thinking about? All right. So 
I don't, I'm like, I don't think like Gilmore won in 19, right? And Brady, that, that yeah, was like Brady, Brady's that was the Brady last Brady to win MVP. That was All the right, bad year. Okay. Yeah. I, I that don't was the year they lost to the Titans, Reggie, right? Correct. And the, the, when yeah. 10, and then the Titans beat the, yeah. beat the Ravens. Um, I don't think Reggie White won with Brett Favre when Favre won MVP, but that was like a potential no. in the 90s. I know. Um, I looked up uh, been... when Reggie White won, Terrell Davis won MVP. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. In 97, probably. Yeah. Um, and the other was going to be, and I think this is uh, Brady, the undefeated year, and this wasn't 2000. I think Peyton and Bob Sanders didn't win in the same year. No, when Sanders, I looked this one up too. When Sanders won... Oh, I'm not, oh God, was this like, uh, I looked it up. It, I mean, it's not because that was I, that was the first one I thought of for like who, who would win MVP that year. It was definitely not Peyton Manning. I won't be able to think of who it was, but it was definitely not Peyton Manning. Also, I, th I could have sworn that Jim Kelly was the MVP in 1990, but Montana and like Randall Cunningham split the award that yeah. year in 1990. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah my memory's not, not quite as good as I had to look up a bunch of stuff. I think, I, like from all the research I did, I think... Steve Young, Deion Sanders, but, and by the way, and you would know this better than, I mean, the 94 Niners, like a, like a wrecking ball of a team, like won every game in the playoffs, smashed the Chargers in the like Super Bowl. Ball. <laughs> and like, and that, that Niners team was so good, by the way, that they smashed like, like the dynasty Cowboys in the NFC championship yeah. game. I watched, uh, I watched that game at a, at a pizza party for a birthday party for a friend of mine. And I wore a Charles Barkley Suns Jersey. And I was the only one who That's, cared about the cool. game. I was like, I was uh, ten, uh, 10 or nine. So I, yeah, I was like nine or 10 years old, like eight, eight kids, like sitting around like a pe like a table eating pizza. And it was on like a 13 inch television. And I was the only one who cared. And everybody else was like talking. And I was like staring at the Cowboys Niners game the entire time. And people were like, oh, nice jersey. I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, thanks. Oh, touchdown Niners. That's pretty interesting. And, the, and I think the Cowboys spotted the Niners a 21 point, like first quarter lead in that game. And then like roared yes. back and San Francisco won the game 38 28. 38, 38, 38 28, 28, I think is the final right, score. Yeah. Pretty sure. I was going to say 48 um, 28. Now, look, like Jordan doesn't count. Also, like I hated his guts as a Knicks fan, but there was only one at that, at that time. There was actually, there maybe were two. There's only one basketball jersey that was definitely cooler at that point to have as a kid than Charles Barkley Phoenix Suns. It was probably Thunder Dan, right? Dan Marley Phoenix Suns yeah. was also very cool at that point. NBA Jam was super popular. You would like everybody would play as the Suns, like everybody. Be like, give be well, like KJ Marley. Put Barkley in. Barkley wasn't in the first one, I think. But that was uh, that's Penny's rookie year. Penny Hardaway Magic oh, was, Penny, was, was Magic probably jersey. the next one, right? That, that was pretty was... good. I had a penny. I also had a Grand Hill, like the ugly, like like teal yeah, green, teal. like Pistons alternate. Yeah, doing, absolutely uh, terrible. Was a what was the shoe company? Why can't I think of the shoe? What was the shoe company? Did all the Fila, Fila? FIBA, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, Fila. FIBA's FIBA's like FIBA's, the, they host FIBA. the basketball tournaments, right? <laughs> yeah, FIBA's something else. All right, we'll get to defensive rookie of the year, comeback player, coach of the year. That's all still to come. But coming up next, college football bets, conference championship weekend with our friend Joey Kanish.